what the industry really needs is a sales methodology and a sales process that they can implement that is uh, standing upon the belief system of the owner and the core values and say, hey, this sales methodology supports who we are and where we want to go and at the speed in which we want to go. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. Hi, everyone. It is a great day here at Estimate Rocket Radio. I want to give you all a very warm welcome. My name is Kathleen. I'm the Director of Sales here at Estimate Rocket, and I am joined by my very dynamic co-host, Chris Shank. He is the leader of education and engagement here at Estimate Rocket. Hey, Chris, how are you today? I am doing good, ready to be challenged by this conversation. And you won't be disappointed. We are so excited to have in this podcast with us today, Ryan Groth. He is the CEO of Sales Transformation Group. Ryan and his team, it's their mission to transform and elevate sales within your companies, within construction and the building materials industries. We talk with Ryan about the very unique way that his sales transformation company trains salespeople. It's not just the sales system they train you on. They have a sort of diagnostic they run sales teams through to help you understand a sort of score for each salesperson, how they do, what their competencies are, what competencies they need to grow. I think it's a very neat individualized approach to build up the person so that way your company will be ready for the process. They don't force a process onto a company whose people aren't trained to sell. It really sounds like an intelligent process. Also, we're excited to be at the Transform Conference, October 5th through 8th, Dallas, Texas. You can learn more at salestransformationgroup.com and more about the conference there or at thetransformconference.com. Hey, Ryan, welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio. Glad to be here with you again. Yeah, excited to talk with you. Uh, Man, a lot happening over there these days. I know that you are always on the move and always thinking up new things. I love just talking with you, hearing what's happening in your head for one, but also in your company. So let's start with that. Like what's happening at sales transformation these days? Yeah, so much is happening. So um, first and most recently we've done is, uh, you know, we put our training online so we can help more people. And then we started doing group coaching and that was awesome. But what started to happen is that we were not able to like measure the effectiveness and the attendance and the completion and the progress of our of our customers, our members. So we've actually upgraded and made a, a very, not made, but we've, we've implemented a very robust, uh, what we call, it's called a learning management system. So LMS. So what we have now is a platform that is a central organized uh, vehicle to deliver everything we do at STG uh, to our client and our members. So it's, it's exciting. A, so we've made it a better customer experience We've added coaches. We've really, we've got larger, more employees than ever um, coaching our team. We've added uh, a few other like specific training tracks to kind of bring more specificity to our audience. And um, and we're starting to just get back and do more because of the bandwidth, increased bandwidth with our coaches, have more time to go visit clients, do more on-site, you know, facilitation of trainings and kickoffs of our sales training. And uh, so that's exciting. And then we're also 
doing some things where we are adding more technology to the user experience. So what I mean by that is, you know, take sales process, for example, we're, we're adding some technology where we can bake in the sales process into a, a scalable, repeatable way within every deal, like actual every, the, the flow of every deal. So like our sales process is really great. We could train you, but it really, it's, it's up to the salesperson to remember and be held accountable by the leader in order to actually do it. So we're adding some like automation in a sense where it like kind of get puts rails like a like a playbook for the salesperson to, to effectively use the sales system every time. Um, and then now when we're coaching, we're coaching softer skills versus like, hey, you're not doing the basic stuff, right? So <laughs> that's powerful. And then we've also included uh, which we're working on integrating and with other CRMs and other systems. Uh, at one at a time is like a visualization dashboard because ultimately as a group, we want to be able to have more data about our users and kind of overall averages and overall numbers to help the industry better say, hey, this is this is overall sales wise what you need to be looking at and and if if you're if you subscribe to it, we're kind of hoping for, you know, there'd be a painting or a roofing column, you know, and, and see and all the members using the dashboard, like kind of where they, where they rank and stack up if they choose to, because um, some people like to know, you know, how, how other companies are doing in other parts of the country in more of a transparent way. And it inspires them to make improvements in their business. And so that kind of transparency cultivates a lot of, um, especially for those who are really like kind of driven to be the best, it, it motivates them to to, uh, to to improve even more than maybe just their own you know what they see in their own marketplace. What I'm what I'm I think this is really good for the big fish in a small pond contractor. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because I think one of the most exciting things that you know in the industries we serve is that top 100 list, and they just know where they're at. That helps them know where do I where are we in the context of our business in the overall industry? How do we make changes that will level up the industry? So I want to kind of be a place for that. There's a lot of cool things going on, um, but that's, those are the main ones on my mind right now. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's just, so really I'd love to talk about the power of a good sales system. And I guess a couple questions I have is, do, do you even think that contractors have that at the top of their mind that they need one? And do any of them, do they come to you with some systems in place or, you know, what are you seeing as you bring on new customers? Yeah, this, you know, I'd see that like, if you said, hey, do you have a sales process? They'll say, yeah, like we know that. The first step is to, you got to lead. And then the second step is to do, you know, uh, to inspect a property. And the third step is to create an estimate. And the fourth step is to generate a proposal. And then you try to close the deal. And then you put, you know, so there's like the, what that, I would call that the basic like workflow of the sale, right? Mm -hmm. But that's not what, 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 what they really need, what they really need. That's important. Everybody knows that, right? You should define that. But most people, what they don't come to come to me with is a defined sales methodology or philosophy. So that is different, right? So my, that, what does that mean? Are we a high price, one call close, high pressure sale? 
Uh, do we prospect and, you know, door knock or network? Are we relational? Are we transactional? Are we uh, two call close? Do we like, what is that? Like, do we view, uh, are we the kind of contractor that can have a long lifetime value and do multiple jobs with one customer or is it one and done? What is it? So when you have like a sales process, which is like, A, you have the workflow, that's that's one section of what sales process means. But what really needs, that the industry really needs is, is like a sales methodology and a sales process that they can essentially implement that is 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 uh, standing upon the belief system of the of the owner and the core values and say hey this sales methodology supports who we are and where we want to go and at the speed in which we want to go hey and real so, quick ryan while you're yeah. talking about that let me ask you a question is is there a specific number of philosophies you know or or models of what kind of sales process matches people's core values or is it just something that's customized to each co company and is unique as their company fingerprint? Um, do you, do you see people fitting into like four or five different types of sales processes that fit their core values? So essentially depending on the vision of the owner, that's going to dictate like the right sales methodology for them. So if they're, if they're looking to build like a legacy business, they may not be in such a rush to, to bring in the high volume, maybe higher pressure, you know, um, type of sales methodology, which there are those out there. They're very linear and straight line and direct try to close a lot of deals. There's some that are a little bit more conversational, a little bit more consultative, a little bit more investing into the prospect of the customers, uh, you know, their dreams or their pains or their desires. And it's a little bit more of an investment, maybe not a ton more. But that then turns into more referral business potentially or a better customer experience for them and a longer term relationship. So you just got to kind of I think that depends on the vision of the owner yeah. and uh, what they're hoping to do. Like, are they trying to build it and sell it? Are they trying to build in a new market? They just need some immediate momentum so, to fund the thing and get some momentum. It, it all mm -hmm. depends. But I, I think there's there's really it, it's pretty simple how how many models there are and mm. uh, styles there are. It's really, it's high pressure or consultative. Okay. Those are the two. It's kind of like uh, build a legacy or cash out, but not the cash out as in like sell your business necessarily, but it's like quick cash fast. But let me, let me ask you this. No, I, I love kind of breaking it down a little bit um, because people can start identifying where they're at. Um, helping people understand what their needs are probably is a big thing that you guys do as a company. Well, how does a company get started to improve their sales system? Is there some beginning steps? And specifically, think about like in the economy where we're at. I'm sure you're helping people with a view to all the changes economically that's happening right now. A lot of people, the fear of recession or, um, you know, a slow economy. Uh, how are you advising companies get started to improve sales systems using your guys' uh, methodologies? Yeah, uh First step we take is we we want to kind of do like a doctor's approach where you come in, you talk to us. Okay, cool. You're at the front door. You're clear to go see the doctor. And then the doctor's like, hey, you know, we'd like to, I think before we tell you exactly how we're going to change everything, let's just do a quick analysis and see where you're at. Mm -hmm. So we'll do an analysis on the salespeople or the sales manager. And what that does is it, it, it kind of takes 
like an MRI for the sales brain, the sales, the sales, the salesiness of the brain of, of the person. So like how competent are they with certain competencies that we believe are uh, vital that are either going to support or sabotage their sales ability. For example, like their desire and their commitment, how coachable they are, their figure it out factor. Do they take responsibility or not? Um, is this company competence, uh, company wide, or is it individuals who are in leadership like the owner? It's individual to those either managing or doing the selling. Okay. So then we would, we would, so it'd be like, you know, if estimate rocket took it, it'd be like, all right, Kathy does some selling, but she does more managing. And then maybe these three gentlemen do the selling, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So we would measure them. And then that would, we'd also measure things like their mindset stuff. Like, do they have a high need for approval? Right. If they need for they need to be liked, they need approval in a sales process, they may skip steps and just jump right into helping people too early and it doesn't support a good consultative sale. Right. Or maybe they won't ask some tough questions or maybe there's limiting beliefs holding them back from talking about money. So they talk about money at the end, come to find out that they're sticker shock and they didn't sell the value or create the value. Mm -hmm. So what we do is we kind of like we gap the individuals and show them what they need to get, how they can get better. And so that, that does a few things that creates a, a healthy hunger on how to improve because it's an objective way to help them see what they need to do to get better, to become a more professional, more competent, more effective salesperson. And so that's pretty neat because then they're like, Hey, this is, I don't want this to be true. I want to take this again and then six to eight months and see how much, how well I, how well I improve. So what we do is we right. take those competency gaps and we actually do some training and coaching. And what that does, what's cool is that because, you know, you can't maybe change your IQ, but you know, you've heard, you can, you've heard out there, like you can, you can uh, level up your EQ score. And I think you can, that's the cool thing about sales competency and beliefs is you can change your beliefs, right? You could say, Hey, um, I can recover from rejection because, you know, they're not rejecting, you know, me, they're rejecting the job, right? So mm. if I'm being rejected, I feel rejected, then I take that rejection into my next meeting and it may be I'm not recovered or it takes me a long time to recover or a combination thereof of, of both. So the sales career is so mental and so much of it is your belief systems. We break those down so that we can transform those individuals into like ultra confident, humble, action taking, consultative, caring, you know, qualifying, you know, like athletes that are just dialed in. Wow. And if we could do that, man, it just changes everything. Building sales athletes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love the deep work that you're talking about on an individual level, because I'm guessing after that, like the diagnostic, the kind of personal development, professional development, sales training, you're going to process probably after that, but a lot of people probably jump to process. Is that accurate? First of all, in saying that you hop to process after. Yeah, it's, it's tricky because, you know, we could do process and levels it up pretty fast too. So it's like, we, we could do both. And so typically what we like to do is we have a process where we analyze, train, transform, measure, and optimize. So we want to, we want to analyze them, get the gap. We want to train them on the sales competencies that we showed that they need to improve on and the sales process within the same kind of kickoff experience. So we're not just, 
we're not just saying like, cause the sales process is like immediately going to give them training wheels. That's going to be the backbone of like how they run their sales process. So we'll do some tailoring for that. But all the while we're trying to, to, to do that deep work mentally yeah. that they're able to actually effortlessly kind of almost habitually fulfill the milestones of a really consultative, you know, um, effective sales process. So then when we're asking them to, Hey, let's, you know, let's talk about money. Are you willing to spend a little bit more to do this job? Right. The first time they're not like stuttering or skipping that. And now what they're getting is full on conversations about how they can get the money or what the money, how much money uh, they think is, is the job going to be. And are they willing to pay more? And are we willing to go in and push back if they want the cheapest price, but you know, they also struggled with, you know, poor workmanship in the past, like, like it's pretty, it's pretty cool whenever they have the belief systems to support, you know, a, a good sales process. So we do actually simultaneously. Wow. I, I love you're building not just a tool for the company and for the individuals, but you're building an individual for the tool. In other words, it's one thing to kind of have a process that works and you foist that on people. But if people aren't prepared and developed to really fit into a proper use of that with the proper competencies, like you talk about then the proper process is going to be nothing. As a matter of fact, I didn't even say here at Estimate Rocket, we have this tool and we say Estimate Rocket goes deep. I mean, there it is, it's complex. It provides, it's very robust um, and you can keep optimizing like your, your process and everything. But unless you have the right foundational business mindset and business knowledge, you understand sales and profit planning, then you're not going to know how to use that tool appropriately. So we found, I've come here to Estimate Rocket and we were working on engagement and education. We're finding people need more business education. We They need the foundation to even know, you know, when this tool kicks out these reports and we're like, look at all these numbers, look how amazing this analysis is of what you did in the last year. If people don't know how to analyze trends and then plug it into future goal planning, it, it means nothing to them. So they get stuck on, oh, this is a nice estimating system or this, I like the proposals estimate rocket does. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's a whole ocean underneath that, that everything was supposed to lead you to all this other stuff. But we realized we mm. haven't prepared people to know what to do with those. And so it's preparing the person for the process, not just the process for the person. So I love that you guys are attacking that, which I would say you were talking about what differentiates, you know, you're, you're mentioning some of the things that differentiates um, your company, but I would say that's one of them. I don't hear great train about great training programs for the salespeople. Or if I do, there's just very few of them. I hear about processes all the time. We can fix your process, but how do you fix the individual, the salesperson mm -hmm. to benefit, you know, like to maximize and optimize their strengths, you know, cover for their weaknesses, build them into this proper, you know, person with the right competencies. I love it. I, I think that's amazing. I really do. Me too. <laughs> and I'm in sales. So yeah. It's so intriguing to me what, what you're doing over there, Ryan. So Ryan, what are some of the milestones that companies need to hit first to prove and show to the company that the sales system is truly improving? I think the, I think the, the milestones first, like to show that it's improving. I mean, you're talking like if they've, use the system, do a kickoff, go through the program. I mean, I, I think that a few things internally, let's say taking what we like our involvement aside, let's just say the outcomes 
needed on their side for it, for, for them to, for those milestone outcomes to be accomplished, to see improvement. I think a couple of things. One is you got to have a vision from the owner. The owner needs to have a sales vision and a desire to grow and be able to cast a compelling future. Like just like speak, a speak about a compelling future because um, if you have an un, unexcited sales team, you know, um, no one's going to really want to change. Right. But if you have a, a direction, a vision, um, and I, and I know as a salesperson, what this might mean for me, you know, or, um, to, to be on this boat that's going somewhere and you're the captain, the captain's up there on the top with the, you know, with his hat on and his leg up and he's like, over there, there's land, you know, it's <laughs> like, we, we need that. That needs to happen. Like I really struggled. No one, no sales teams really change. They're working for an owner who doesn't quite have a, a high resolution image of where they want to go. Um, so I think that's really key. We like to see that. Um, we really like to see that they have a way to track and uh, have visibility around what the salespeople are doing. So like, are they, can they see the number of leads the number of sales, where it is in the sales process? Can they, are they measuring anything? Can they measure their pipeline? Do they know what their real closing ratio actually is? Is it just like a guess? Do they, uh, and, and then do they have some sort of goal that's the company, whether it's bottom up or top down or, this, you know, or, or, or a meshing of the two, is there a plan, you know, that says, here's where we want to go. We're on track, we're off track. Here's our budget. Here's where we want to be. And I think that that uh, that's important. Also, when the owner and or sales leader really understands why that salesperson wants to do that, hit that goal, and they know the reasons why, and it's been expressed, and it's not just some mystery of salesperson needs to hit this and they should hit it. I mean, I don't really know why, but they, they're here, so they need to do it. It's a little better whenever the sales leader is like, hey, I know this person's trying to get out of debt, or I know this person's trying to get a, get a new house, and or I know this person's trying to you know, um, provide a better life for their family, or this person's got to pay child support or whatever it is, they, they have a personal connection so that when that salesperson uh, needs improvement, they, they feel like they're actually helping them versus telling them what to do. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's kind of an important like component of, you know, and I'm, I'm saying this in real time, reminding myself how important this is because I can get caught up in our goals too. Um, <laughs> And so those are some big outcomes that I think matter. And then, you know, and then you have the sales system process, right? You put it in. And I think that, you know, you got to know like, what's our average selling selling cycle. If we're talking to a commercial contractor, maybe it's a little longer, but a residential will be certainly shorter. If it's like a service repair, you know, it'll be even shorter perhaps. So when you have all that kind of stuff measured, you should be able to start seeing a few things happen. You should see deal sizes increase. So average job sizes should get better because you're selling more value and you have mm-hmm. selling and, you know, um, uh, more effectively. So you should see bigger deal sizes that should move the needle. Uh, you should see your gross margins as a result of that go up. You should see uh, your your sell, selling cycle shorten and you should see your closing ratio increase. So if you do all four of those things at the all four of those things start happening simultaneously, um, what starts to happen is you have more gross profit per job that you're doing, which means more net profit for sure. And that's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find that when people are coming to you that they're like, oh, we got a good sales process in place and we just need a little bit of help here or there. 
and you look and you're like, oh boy, <laughs> we got some work to do. <laughs> Yeah. Or do, or do you feel like, um, do you feel like that's the case or do you feel like they're coming in? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, most, it, it, most people, most people who work with us are, are, are gross minded. So they do feel a sense of like, we got, we got a, we got a good thing. We tried, mm-hmm. but I think when we really get in there, we realize, man, there, there, there's so much uh, upside here. And what, what, why is that? Why, when people are coming to find help, I mean, let me ask you, I guess, what is the most common type of problem that you see um, that when they come to you, even when they think they have a good plan, you're like, Oh, yep. I've seen this before. Uh, let's, let's take care of this real quick or something. Yeah. I mean, I'd say the biggest one is that they, they skip steps and they don't really have a defined sales process. And they, and if they do, they're skipping steps because they're not, they don't take the time to coach and they're not making sure that there's a person with enough margin in their week to dedicate time to, to role-playing and the coaching and measuring the effectiveness of the salespeople. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Um, well, I, I know you guys are always producing more education. You guys are a content provider and, um, you know, and I, I know it's going out in the industry. You guys just, showing up some different places and, and providing in some different forums. So I, I love seeing you guys, your presence increasing in the industry. Uh, you got the transform conference coming up. How yeah. can people find out more about uh, the conference or just your services in general? Yeah, no, the, the conference would be a great place to come. Um, it's October 5th through 8th in Dallas, Texas at the uh, four seasons in Las Colinas. It's uh Ooh. It's going to be awesome. You can go to the transformconference.com and you go there and uh, you'll see our lineup of speakers. You'll see our agenda. You'll see our sponsors. It's going to be, uh, you know, about 70% business content and with about 30% personal transformational content, but just because I, uh, yeah, I just don't know how else to show up. It's just a lot of fun to try to, you know, help people grow and help Salespeople feel like they're ultra fulfilled and owners creating an exciting place to work. And, you know, um, I just, I just think it's, it's critical. And, uh, and I just, I just care enough. I care more about people than making money. So if I could just do this all the time, that's, it's eventually one day I'm going to only do this type of thing just because I love it. (laughs) But uh, at the same time, you know, we're in the business of helping businesses grow. So we're going to have a lot of content around business growth and uh, best practice sharing and, and huddles or round tables and things like that. So if you guys come, it's certainly for owners and their, their a team. I like to say, bring your a team, you know, you know, those people are the people you want to invest into, you believe in, you want to build this company with, those are the kind of people you want that to be there. Cause the networking is going to be phenomenal. And so also if you want to bring your salespeople, I it's highly encouraged because they could be there the entire time and they have, a we're going to do a, a salesperson only t- ticket. So if you want to just bring your salespeople on the last uh, part of the training, we're going to have sales training uh, on the the second to last day for half the day, and then we're going to have evening you know gatherings or evening hangouts with people networking, and then we're going to do a role play tournament on the eighth in the morning. So that'll be oh, fun. Cool. Like hey, let's get trained, and then hey, we got to co- show up and compete. And this competition kind of forces people to prepare more so that they're going to be measured in real time in some sort of fun way. So 
Somebody's wow. having an anxiety attack out there right there right now. It's thinking about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's probably um, I I think it's one thing to kind of get the methodology in, in your head and kind of have hypothetically this is what I would do, but it really helps you kind of work out the kinks with people who can help. I think that's the real important part. Um, that that you guys kind of know how this should go, mm-hmm. and so let's watch this play out a little bit so you don't make these mistakes out there where it's costing you money. Yeah. Exactly. There's a learning zone and there's a performance zone. So if we can right. cultivate the learning zone and then I'm hopeful that our customers just overflow that into their own company and they, they have the learning zone regularly. And then we, yeah. I mean, we did our own, we were mostly a remote company, but now, um, you know, I'm going to, where I'm moving to shortly is going to, I'm going to try to hire more people here just cause I'm, I'm seeing the challenges. Like we got, we gathered last week as a company and just in a half day, we spent two days together, but just in one of the half day sessions of coaching, there was 15 light bulbs went off, right? And everybody got better and everybody walked out of there just more competent and more certain and more, you know, more, more aware of their weaknesses. And it was so powerful. Mm. I'm like, man, we need to do this more. We needed our own services so bad, just our own mm. company, just wow. with how, how many new people we have. So, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's always a pleasure and honor to get to talk to you, Ryan. I know how busy you are, and you're doing extraordinary things at your company, and we are thrilled to be taking part of your event in October, and uh, we can't wait to be here. So glad you guys are joining us, and hope anybody listening will join us as well. But yeah, thank you guys so much. (laughs) Great to be with you again. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks so much, Ryan. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com. Analyze, train, transform, measure, and optimize.